This is a HeadGum Podcast. Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the new series Riverdale, premiering tonight at 9, 8 central on The CW. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There for this week. Didn't plan anything. Didn't plan anything. Clearly. You will drive it. Let's just start with a really good story. Okay, we're going to start with, uh, again, I don't want to oversell it, but the best story we've ever heard. <laughs> no. The best, not just not just in the world of Who Weekly, but the best story I've ever heard This story could life. be adapted into a short film about this story. Hi, Who Weekly. Um, I'm calling with a fantastic Who story that I got from the Women's March in D.C. on Saturday. So I was there with my sister, and we were hanging around the Samantha Bee bus. And we were kind of near the door, and all of a sudden, this woman comes up, and I immediately recognize her, but I have no idea who she is. And she keeps, like, knocking on the door and, like, trying to get that bodyguard person to open the door, but the bodyguard won't open the door, obviously, because no one knows who she is. And so finally, she writes down on a piece of paper, like, her name or something, and, like, puts it up to the window and the bodyguard looks at it and probably still has no idea who this woman is. And then finally, like, five minutes later, a PA or something comes out and, like, gives her a bottle of water and is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Do you want to come and say hi? And at this point, I still am like, I don't know who this woman is, and my sister really has no idea who this woman is. And we take a picture of her without her knowing, hopefully, and we send it to our mother (laughs) And she told us it was Tyne Dolly, no, whoever that woman no, is. So no, but I just thought really. it was really funny that she was standing outside the bus for at least 15 minutes trying to get on. Okay. Anyways, thanks so much. Good form, Bella Thorne. I love you. Bye. I love the call just ends with like, thanks for listening. Like, there's no question about like, is she a who, is she a them? It's just Tyne Dolly. First of all, her name is Tyne Daily. How dare you not know who Tyne Daly is? <laughs> should we even explain? Should we even do Tyne the service Daly, of explaining who Tyne Daly is? Tyne Daly writing Tyne Daly on a piece of paper and holding it up to the bus is the best <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. There's nothing better than Tyne Daly writing Tyne Daly on a piece of paper. I think, I think it, like, I'm imagining her writing on the back of, like, a receipt for TJ Maxx. Like, her sign <laughs> like, says, in her like, purse. no, her sign says, like, Women, like, women just want to have fundamental rights. And on the back, she wrote Tyne Daly. (laughs) Held it up to the bus. Bodyguard's like, "Mm, never seen touched by an angel. Don't know who you are. Um, So she is, she's been on, like, she's been on television for 100 years. Um, She's like 100, right? She's she's like 100. She's a famous theater actress. Um, She's won Tony. She's won Emmys. And she's probably best known for what was the show? Cagney and Lacey was her big show where she yeah. was like the cop. Um, she judging was judging Amy. Amy. She was Amy's mom, right? She was like, you know what? She's really great in last Amy year. Mom? If if like let's say like you're not a hundred years old and you want something recent, she was really great in a movie called Hello, My Name Is Doris, which co-starred um, oh my Sally God. Field. She played a friend. Um, Wasn't she great in that? 
uh, that movie did not do as well as I thought it would. It's a great movie. I sort of thought like people would enjoy the novelty of Sally Field the comedy because I think Sally Field is excellent in comedy. She was fantastic. She doesn't do enough of them. She was fantastic. Who does she kiss? What's his name? Max something. Um, Greenfield. Uh, Max Greenfield. Greenfield. Um, Point anyway. being, Tyne Daly, iconic, legendary <laughs> actress. But I'm not surprised you didn't know who she was because it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I know, uh, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know. I mean, the the story itself was proof that you shouldn't know who she is. If you have to see, if, if you watch Tyne Daly write her name on a piece of paper and put it up to a window, then you shouldn't be like sad that you didn't know who she was. No. You know? No. Um. Next call is just, it's, it's a, this, is a, this is a question, not just a comment. Tyne Daly, I can't, I'm not over it. Tyne. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. Love the show. Um, so I wanted to call in because I just saw 20th Century Women, which was a really great movie. And I wanted to ask about Greta Gerwig. So Greta Gerwig, I would say, is probably a them in, like, the New York Times style section. And, like, you know, if you read certain publications, you know, you you watch certain movies, she's definitely a them. She's definitely been, you know, she's definitely been, it seems like, everywhere. However, I was wondering if being, like, a New York Times style section them like translates into being uh, like real them or if she's still a who to most people. I think another equivalent example to Greta Gerwig would be Chloe Sevigny, uh, different generation, but they, like similar sort of thing. Uh, so let me know, you know, when you get the chance, good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Caller. Spot on. You're spot, spot on, on with your comparison. There was some. There was some excellent analysis in this. Um, As two uh, New York livers and readers, uh, we agree with you. We are very big fans of Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. It took me like, a while. It took me a while to get on board with her. Why? Because you were like you thought she was just another. Uh, uh, no, I just I really didn't like those early mumblecore movies. Um, what was it? Hannah takes the stairs. Didn't like that. What was uh, uh, Baghead? Didn't like that. She was in a movie called Lola Versus, which was fantastic. Lola Versus is what sort of did it for me. Changed it for you. I get which it. I didn't. That movie isn't even that good. She's just she's she was allowed to be her charming self in it. Well, she's and her big breakouty thing was Greenberg where she played the love interest of Ben Stiller. Yeah, and, I love, and I don't even love I Greenberg. didn't like Greenberg either. No, no, but I agree with you is what I'm saying. For me, yeah. the first movie that was important to me of hers which was Frances Ha, then I went back yes. and w- watched Lola versus loved it. Um Mistress America thought was really good. Mistress America so good. She was in Maggie's Plan last Easy. 2 years ago, really good. I never saw that. I never saw that. It's so freaking stupid and cute. I liked it. And then this year, she was in both Jackie and 20th Century Women. And Jackie, you might have missed her because she played like a sidekick of Jackie's. It's like her secretary. What is? What was her role? It's like role? her friend Nancy. Her White literally, House secretary. her friend Nancy. But it wasn't even a real friend. It was like a professional friend. It was Whatever. like White House staff member that she Natalie Portman's close like with. Nancy, and she's like, yes, <laughs> the whole fucking movie. Anyway, like, Nancy, how, how how does this look? Nancy, and Greta's like, it's it's fine. It's great. You're wonderful. The whole movie. Oh. And Greta, you know her. Her, like, persona is kind of, like, wacky, quirky. So she Uh did go out of the box to play Nancy Tuckerman. I'm looking on the IMDb. That's the name of the woman um, (laughs) who, like, didn't really do anything. And then 20th Century Women, which is a fantastic movie, she played Abby, which is what you saw. I thought she was, like, outstanding. I sort of of expected her to, like, maybe slide in with a a Best Supporting Actress Golden Globe nomination or something. She didn't. She didn't get anything. And she, I thought she was like as good as Annette Bening, if not better. And that movie was like a lot about her. She Mm -hmm. was kind of the crutch of the plot. She kind of like, 
her plot line really helped turn the story forward and like yeah 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 anyways i love uh, she's her. great i think the comparison to chloe 70 is is almost is is, is also Spot very good on. um although chloe had chloe was more of a bad girl like hip bad girl greta's always been sort of wacky well also like it's funny about greta is that she in my mind i compare a lot to lena dunham in terms of like being a writer director a star type person where she's mm-hmm. always like doing the crossover but lena went into television and greta has not gone into television just yet so i think she mm-hmm. is still doing kind of the same movies that maybe lena would be still doing if she was doing fo- film or whatever she, she greta, starred in the pilot for uh that how i met horrible, your dad how i met your dad yeah but I'm so glad that didn't get picked up because yeah. it would she have really, she didn't need it. She didn't need it. Hey, Who Weekly, it's Mari from BC. Long time, fourth time, I think. Um, I'm calling because I'm reading the uh, Women's March recap on Twitter right now. And I see that Joshua Kushner was in attendance at the Women's March. Son's girlfriend, Carly Kloss, who was enjoying a walk in Manhattan away from the march, I guess. I don't know. Um, I need to know all about him. I think he's the Oscar health guy. And why he was at the Women's March, because they said he was just, like, observing or something. Do you know more about this? And can you tell me more about his brother and how they're all related and what's going down in the Kushner family? Thank you. Good form, Bella Thorne. So it's unclear It's unclear why Josh Kushner was at the Women's March. I think that's still confusing. Like, I don't know whether he was there or just happened to be outside while it was happening, like, in terms of the, the shot, the photo they got of him, which I think is very interesting. Josh Kushner is, of course, brothers with Jared Kushner, which you mentioned. Jared Kushner is, of course, the son-in-law of Donald Trump. Um and a nightmare um sort of an informal advisor yeah but what's interesting about this entire thing is not the kushners or really anything about that you could look them up jared owns the new york uh post uh and new york New york observer Observer. sorry i always mix them up new york observer and a bunch of media which is very dangerous and bad and who cares and whatever look it up you should care but look it up and also like look up his whole weird relationship with his father and the way that he sort of like got revenge on his father it's very fucked up oh it's up. so fucked up but th- that's not what this revenge is revenge on his father's behalf sorry go what's on what's interesting about this is that Josh Kushner has been dating none other than Carly Kloss for the past five three years four years mm-hmm. um, Carly Kloss of course is uh, a famous model famously friends with Taylor Swift best friends best in friends. fact best and friends. rumored to be more than best friends to be fair I didn't even know that Carly Kloss was like dating a Kushner for the entire time that she's been friends with Taylor oh me either I don't even know how I found out, but when I found out, it was, you know, a guffaw worthy I know. It was insane. So I would love to refer to a wonderful piece on Medium written by um, a a friend of the podcast named Amy O'Connor. And it is a kind of history of the Carly Kloss Kushner relationship. Carly Kloss famously, famously, (laughs) it's like not famously, Carly Kloss tweeted a photo of herself filling out a voting ballot and she wrote, I'm with her very much. Um, involved with that campaign and not, you know, like unlike Taylor, who didn't say shit. And then, of course, uh, he is elected. And so now they're kind of in this awkward situation where Kushner and his brother are business partners. 
and Carly Kloss is also is still dating Josh and like TBD on what is going to happen right with all of these mm-hmm. things the other interesting thing is in this uh, medium post which I have linked on Twitter you should go back and read it is that Kloss is like friends with Ivanka Trump you know she hung out she hangs out with the Kushners all the time and there is an insane photo of uh, Carly at a U.S. Open match a U.S. Open match with Jared Ivanka David Geffen uh, mm. oil barons named Michael Hess and John Hess, an agent named Michael Kibes, Leon Black, Princess Beatrice, and of course, Princess our, Beatrice. our girl, Wendy Dang. Not my girl, actually. A girl, a yeah. woman, Wendy a woman. Dang. <laughs> a Wendy Dang. Wendy Dang famously set up Ivanka and Kushner, the other Kushner. Yeah. She set them up. That's like one of her claim to fames. I mean, Wendy Dang has everything. her has her paws and you know every she's sort of elite pure evil. She's American pure group. evil. She's pure evil. Mm-hmm. So she set up Ivanka and Jared and is friends with them. Um, and so Carly is kind of part of this world. Photos of her with Wendy. Photos of her, uh, you know, with Princess Beatrice. <laughs> photos of her on vacation with the Murdochs, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. So, but she never really talks about it, which is obviously a very deliberate decision made on her part. Right. So it's interesting because like what's going to happen with Carly Kloss in the future in terms of her alignment and like what her kind of public persona politically is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And also this Josh guy, like who knows? Fortunately, it was, it was never really anything to begin with. True. So no one gave um, a shit that Carly Kloss like was like, I'm with her. Right. Yeah. No. (laughs) Uh, She I mean, she was very much in the Taylor Swift school of don't say anything until that Instagram. Mm -hmm. She was her her whole brand is like girl power. I'm going to learn how to code like education. Her her coding campaign is called Code with Klossy. (laughs) Yeah. No. (laughs) Hi, Who Weekly. This is Catherine. Listened to you for a long time, haven't called in yet, but I have to call in because something came up on my Instagram of Dom Sherwood, and apparently he's dating this other known who, Sarah Highland, Modern Family, what up, but like, who the fuck is Dom Sherwood? He's followed by three of my friends. Should I befriend them? But, like, it's mostly all I know about him is that he can tie a bow tie now. Is that important? That's all Sarah Hyland seems to know. Apparently he's on some TV show. Honestly, I, like, literally can't recognize him, have no idea who the hell this guy is. I'm so sorry, but I feel like you guys are the people to come to about this type of issue. Anyway, who is Dom Sherwood? First of all, Lindsay always points out that she loves when people discover people on Instagram Explore. I mean, don't you look at Instagram Explore? I mean, it is the best. Instagram Explore is the best, although Instagram Explore, my Instagram Explore will, without a doubt, or it's not entirely this, but of course my eyes veer to this. My eyes will always veer to like the horrifying Sunday morning <laughs> Instagram of the shirtless gay guy drinking I knew, coffee. Like, I knew. time for Java? 
time for Java? Bobby's and then you click it, and then you click the whole thing, and then you're like, well, I just looked at 40 accounts of like 40 identical men across the country, across the world, Minor sipping all. their Java before going to the gym and being like, I don't want to go to the gym today. I just want to stay under the covers and have some Java. Okay, so for Total a while, time. for a while, I followed one kind of Kardashian aggregator Instagram account, which is like, so I don't have to follow all of them. I would just follow one. It would just like anytime any of them dating like, interesting, it would stuff, aggregate yeah. them. Yeah. So that means every time I look at Instagram Explorer, I get like all these like Kardashian fan Instagrams. So basically <laughs> mine is all Kardashian fan Instagrams. Um, but the Who Weekly um, Explore tab is fucking bonkers. If you ever <laughs> want to check that out, Bobby, I highly recommend it. Well, the password issue was a thing, but now I'm back on it. It's not a thing. It just got changed. <laughs> Well, it got changed. No one told me it got changed. No so. one. You mean me. The only yeah, other well, person. You could have told me. You could have told anyways, me to change the password, Lindsay. Okay. So anyways, I love when people um, discover things through Instagram Explore because it truly, that algorithm is, is fucking satanic, I think. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a satanic algorithm. So Bobby, who is Dom Sherwood? Dom Sherwood is an actor who has... Who is best known for playing a vampire in one movie and a shadow hunter in some television show? He apparently has the look of someone who could either be undead or, like, in some ways, eternal. Um, These, you know what that look is, though. It's, it's a, the Pattinson look. It's the Pattinson look, but it also it's Pat. It's Pattinson meets um, the guy from um, True Blood, the like very Aryan. It's like a very Aryan. Almost Scandinavian. Alexander Scars. Yeah. Alexander Scars. It's like chiseled a, face, pale, 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 pale skin. But like a Scandinavian, like almost Neanderthalian look. Not a word. I don't know about Neanderthalian. Neanderthal, like a like a. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But I don't big really. Big forehead and like a low brow. Neanderthalian, I guess maybe. He just I don't looks know. like the Scars. Dar- he looks like Scarsgard brothers to me. Point being, okay. he is an actor who is in objectively success an objectively successful show that i have never seen called shadow hunters which is based on the mortal instruments book series which was had its own movie but that didn't do well but was also like a wannabe um like a hunger gamesian type thing and i now from this angle i do see the scars guardian thing hold on i'm gonna show you exactly what he looks like but keep talking um and also he has what the hell is it called Lindsay? he has heterochromia where like his eyes two different colors and that's it. He was also in the video for Taylor Swift's uh, style, which I pointed out. I didn't even remember other, another person was in that video. I just thought it was her with like the projections of clouds and dust on her face. But no, apparently it's like he was there's in a it. hunk in it. He's like the James Dean looking guy. And he's dating, as you mentioned, uh, Sarah Highland. Yes. Uh, who is uh, the who is the modern family star who is not Ariel Winter. She's the one who sang the cover of the song that. Uh, Closer. Yes. Has a lovely little voice. Um, she sang it on the bench, on the on the stool. Okay. I hate it. We need to move on. This is boring. Yeah, this is very boring. Uh, but before oh, we move I on, look who look, uh, he looks just like this guy. This is Scar's He looks like the Scar's Guardian thing. He does. Okay. Yeah, it is, it's Nordic. It's Nordic. You're right. It's Nordic. Nordic. Thank you. It's okay. Nordic. Thank you. It's very Nordic. You were right. Oh, God. I wasn't necessarily wrong. I'm just going to say that you were right. <laughs> In case you didn't notice from our wonderful bumpers, we're sponsored by a very good new CW show that premieres this week, today, in fact, called Riverdale. It's based on Archie Comics, and we watched some of the early episodes, and we're going to explain who some of the Who's are and why we think 
that they're going to become thems in the future. I mean, it's truly a blessing because we have been tasked with uh, talking about this show, but we watched it and genuinely enjoyed it so much. Also, um, people seem to be really into it. They're calling it Dark Archie, and they're very excited for like the new twist in the Archie comics legacy. Yes. One of the things that Lindsay and I, when we were watching it, um, one of the like, I I don't know if you call it a running joke, um, but one of the first things that everyone says when they see Archie, because it starts like after a summer where no one's seen every each other for a while, because it's the summer and you're doing your own things right. and you're in high school, and no one's seen Archie in yeah, a while. Yeah, it's such a Gossip Girl beginning. I don't know if you guys are as into Gossip Girl as I was or you were, Bob, but like the, the Gossip Girl whole thing is it started like the summer is over and everyone's back from like their vacations or like back from jail or like back from summer. <laughs> you know, they're, they're always back and from like And there's a new some... girl in yeah. town yeah, and yeah, she has yeah. secrets, but yes. so does everyone else. And when Arch, every time you see Archie, everyone's like, ooh, Archie got hot. Yes. But like oh that God. will be your reaction when you see Archie. It just happens to be verbalized by everyone in Riverdale. They're well, like, oh, Archie when, abs. When we saw Archie we were like whoa Archie got hot or like this Archie is hot and then literally a character goes Archie got hot and you're like what the hell like they know (laughs) they know so Archie is played by this uh, first of all all of the actors are like total newcomer who's which is really fun with the exception of uh the, the Sprouse Right. So so Archie is played by this guy named KJ Appa, who is, I believe, Australian mm-hmm. and pretty hunky and definitely not a real redhead, but that's fine. I'll, we'll get over it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Veronica is played by this girl named Camila Mendez and Betty is played by a girl named Lily Reinhardt, all three of which you've definitely never heard of, which is like fine. Um, I realized that I had seen Lily Reinhardt in something because after we watched the Riverdale pilot, like over the weekend, I watched yeah. this movie on Netflix called Miss Stevens just because I heard it was good. Have you seen this no but i kept staring at this main girl and i was wondering how i knew who it was and it was because she was in riverdale okay so who are the thems of riverdale that people should look out for because those are more fun to spot because you're like oh i know them from whatever you mentioned cole sprouse cole sprouse is one half of the sprouse twins if you might remember sweet life of zach and cody yes remember yes yes i remember it Lindsay. Um, but what about he plays, he plays Jughead who and he's like very good looking in this definitely Lindsay. kind of um, the Dan of the show he's like uh, he like uh, uh, writes he's a journalist he's always typing on a computer and then Luke Perry you have of Beverly Hills Leonard 210 fame not right. the second one the original you idiots then you have uh, iconic Shannon Purser whose name you might not recognize until I tell you it is Barb from Stranger Things Stop. classic <laughs> Classic. 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 Um, who's the other them that's only a them in our eyes? Oh, well, I freaked out because I didn't recognize her at all. <laughs> Veronica's mom, who's played by Marisol Nichols, is Audrey from Vegas Vacation. If you are a millennial, that will be your favorite um, vacation remake one. That's the one with Nicholas Papa Giorgio, my all-time favorite <laughs> name to say randomly. Nick Papa Giorgio. Nicholas Papa Giorgio. Also, what's interesting about this, it's, it's in the same way, like CW and the OC were the same way, where they, all the new, all the the young kids are newcomers, but then the adults have to be like Classics. the old standbys, like classic actors, like Peter Gallagher in the OC. <laughs> yes. yes. So 
if you are like me and Bobby and loved Nicholas Papa jo- Nicholas Papa Giorgio, you'll remember her. She's the sister. Other, I think other people love Nicholas Papa Giorgio. He put it. What did he say? He's like, I put in a dollar, I got a car. I put I put, put in a dollar, dollar I got, got a car. car. <laughs> I put in a dollar, I got a car. Um, but back to Riverdale, which again we need to be talking about Riverdale. But let's just talk. I wanted to just say quickly one of the things that we mentioned in last week's mid roll, if you remember, is that the CW is really good at taking who's and turning them into them's, or just taking no ones and turning them into who's, and then yeah. turning them to thens. Um, other people we love from CW include Colton Haynes, Bobby's like all time fave crush, who like sort of it wasn't intentional. It just sort of happened, I guess. But you're that you love him, that you're in love with him, yeah. Not in love with Colton. Blake Haynes. Lively, Anita Dobrev, and Ian Somalhalder, both who's from Vampire Diaries. Oh my god, do you, you hear Alexa talking to me right now? I said something about Colton Haynes. <laughs> she was like, Bob, you you want to call Colton Haynes? Let's just talk about in the world. This is an also a, a conversation you can have on top of this conversation. Who are the who's and them's of Archie Comics? Oh, well, Archie's the number one them. Clearly. Betty Veronica, them's. Totally. As someone who didn't read Archie as a kid, that's sort of where it ends for me. Come on, Archie, you knew about Betty, Jughead. Veronica. You knew Jughead, though. Oh, Jughead, yeah. That's it. That's the end. I mean, Archie comics, the Archie world is really interesting because it's been rebooted so many times that there's now different realities of Archie, like where mm-hmm. he's with Betty, where he's with Veronica, where they're dead, where they're this, where they're that. <laughs> they're Do you know what I mean? There's so many. And so what's cool about Riverdale is that it's actually not a weird thing to reboot it as a scandalous CW show about murder because the Archie universe has always been about rebo- rebooting itself as weird stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And just using this, like, framework as a vehicle to like put these characters into the universe yeah and they can change whatever they want for example what the hell is her name the entire episode i kept forgetting her name miss grundy miss grumby oh my god miss grundy miss i don't know they so i don't want to spoil exactly what happens because i think it will you'll start screaming but miss grundy is like integral to the plot and in the archie comics miss grundy is like Gray hair has a bun, sort of a joke. Like she's sort of the uh, the the like uh, old maid archetype, you know. But in this, it's like Miss Grundy is Miss Grundy's very sexy. Right. It's just so weird problem. because you're like, wait, I don't remember the teacher being hot, and you literally you go back into the comics, you search Miss Grundy. Her real name is like Grendel, Gwendolyn Grundy or something. <laughs> yeah. But it changed. She looks- she looks like a mean teacher from like Little House on the Prairie in the in the comic. She has like a gray hair bun and she's like scolding Archie. And in the show, that is not the case at no. all in the slightest. But you'll find out tonight. Um, anyway, what basically happens? Well, I don't think we want to give any type of uh, plot. Okay. Very easy framework. Someone's missing. They may have been murdered. Maybe. Maybe. Archie's and hot. Archie's hot. There's and a new girl in town. Veronica who, just got back from New York or some shit. Veronica, is, well, she's not back. She's just like moved. Okay. Because her dad was like a Bernie Madoff sort of. Piece her dad of shit. did a crime. She's her dad here did from a white collar crime. She's in, and she's like, "I'm gonna befriend all of you." And then at the end of the episode, which by the way includes some much needed gay shit, also, <laughs> they find a body. And then the wheels start turning, and it's like, who the fuck did it, and what the fuck happened, and what is going on. In Riverdale. And that's it. Thank you to the CW for making everyone look hot. Yes. You're so good at that. Making people look hot and making people thems. Yep. That's it. Hi. I am a local drag queen in D.C. Vita Santa Mamita. I went to the 
uh, Women's March in Washington, dressed like the Statue of Liberty, and found my picture on Instagram, uh, kissing Lucy Vives. And I Googled her and saw that she made out with someone from Fifth Harmony, Lawrence, who recently came out in a letter to Trump supporters. And I'm just wondering, who is Lucy Vives? It took us a little while to decipher this call. There are lots of parts to it that make it fantastic. Bobby, do you want to explain what exactly is going on here? As we started doing some some research and uncovering what exactly the caller was talking about, it was just getting more and more delightful and wonderful. Yeah. So basically, um, this caller who called in, who's a drag queen in D.C., Vita Santa Mamita, we, have, we ended up finding his Instagram. I will not call it out here because in case he doesn't want it to be called out but um he did say he's a drag queen here. named vita santa marita you can find drag him queen yourself. vita santa mamita <laughs> so he was like well okay. he was like there are all these wonderful photos of him in his costume for the women's march and he has painted himself green he went as the statue of lily like holding donald trump's head whatever fantastic fantastic costume so he says he was looking on instagram and this um this woman who is at least to me best known for kissing uh one of the fifth harmony members Lauren, 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 Lauren Jereg, Lauren Jereg, the so one we loved, the one Lauren that was Jeregui arrested for weed. Kissed a woman and was like, she remember was she was arrested for weed? for weed. She was arrested for weed. She kissed this random strange, this random woman who, come to find out, is a childhood best friend of hers. And then she was like, yeah, surprise, I'm bisexual. What are you? What are you going to do about it? Her name is Lucy Vives, and. So this caller is like, I was just happened to find myself on Lucy Vives' Instagram. Like kissing her on her Instagram. Kissing her. He didn't know that he had kissed. Like he, he didn't know that he had kissed some random like Instagram famous uh, bisexual friend of a Fifth right. Harmony member. So I'm like, well, I got to go to Lucy's Instagram <laughs> to see if this is actually happening. And you click and then like, oh, my God, there's a photo of her kissing this green Statue of Liberty. And she writes this beautiful caption. Liberty is kissing a beautiful gay man I did not know. And over half a million Americans <laughs> marching together, exceeding the amount of attendees at the inauguration. I am in awe. I'm full of hope and so much pride. Turns out, I thought she was a who. Well, she is a who. I thought she was nobody, but she is somebody in that she is the child of a very famous Colombian singer. Props to Bobby, who, like, traced this back very quickly. I was kind of like, who is she? No Daily Mail article was identifying who she was. They were no. just saying, like, her name. Bobby was like, oh, her father is Carlos Vives, and he is a very famous Colombian He's singer. very famous, prolific, still recording, still fucking winning Latin Grammys. He just released a song with Shakira that's very good. Lindsay and I watched the videos. very it's good. It's called La so Bicicleta. It's so cute. It's... And I said, any friend of Shakira is a friend of mine. Yeah, Therefore... Lindsay was like, Lindsay very seriously was like, any friend of Shakira's is a friend of mine. And I was I... like, I've never heard you say that, but it sounds like something I would hear you say all the time. Um, so, but listen, the story gets better. It takes you down. Like, you know, when you get in a wormhole and you feel worse about yourself and you go to the, the end of This is the longest wormhole you've been on forever, but it's like this a wormhole positive made me wormhole. feel good. I know. So apparently after those photos of Lauren Joegui kissing Lucy Vives were leaked or whatever, someone called out Carlos's dad and it's all like, uh, everything's in Spanish on here. So I had to rely on translations. Um, but people sought out Carlos's comments and I think they were hoping for something scandalous where he was like, I don't approve of my daughter, like kissing another woman. Right. But his statement is so sweet and good. And here's the statement. And then we can end. I have known Lauren since I was taking her to school. You and your, 
Your, your kids are your kids. One loves their kids, and I have taught my daughter that behind everything she does, there must be love. If that kiss is loving, that kiss is worth a million. Oh, Isn't oh that so sweet? Oh, my God. That's so uh, sweet. Carlos Vives. Um, what did I say about Shakira? What did I say about Shakira? Friend Any of friend of Shakira? Unless she's, like, friends with some random Nazis. Please don't call and tell me she's, like, problematic and friends with Nazis. Oh, my God. Isn't her ex, isn't her husband or boyfriend, like, the Argentinian son of the president who, like, sent them into, like, a downfall of death? Okay. Lindsay, you Never can't fucked. contradict yourself this no. quickly. <laughs> okay. I changed my mind about Shakira. Damn By it. a large margin, most friends of Shakira's are a friend of Lindsay's. Um, Except for the ones who have caused, like, financial debt to entire nations. I, like, I really didn't remember that one. And I'm also remembering it wrong. So, like, I take back that part. So we have one uh, final You've Got Mail call that's, like, fantastic. Well, not final. Uh, like, we're still playing. We're still oh, working yeah, we're still through them. Here's another one, one that we love. Day, it's good. Okay. Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. It's Jessica. And I have an idea for You've Got Mail 2, except it's not You've Got Mail 2. It's a remake of You've Got Mail starring just female who's in the vein of Ocean's 8 being an all-female movie. Well, mostly female. And it's called Who's Got Mail? And I'm thinking maybe Meghan Merkel for the Tom Hanks role and Julianne Huff for the Meg Ryan role and, like, Meghan Merkel's best friend is played by Rita Ora and I don't know, like Julian Huff's boyfriend who was Greg Kinnear would be Bella Thorne. I don't know. You guys could spitball some ideas, but all who's all women who's got male. Just think about it. I think it's a great idea. Bye. This is great. Well, like, I just first... love that somebody really thought so outside the box and called and said, hey, I'm not changing the plot because it was already so good. What I'm doing is a very 2016 thing, which is to just re-fucking cast the whole thing with a bunch of weirdo who's and then just the same plot line. Oh, yeah. It's 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 a it's a very smart decision. And like if you were into like this, would, this would pass this would pass the development test because yeah. they'd be like, ooh, reboots are hot yeah. right now. Existing IP, like, we yeah, love it. Yeah. If it ain't um, broke, don't fix it. Am I right? And then the whole like the whole like room. And it's like of feminism. We love feminism. Going, yeah. Oh, we can get Zendaya. Oh my God, this is great. Um This I'm afraid that if someone if if Amy Pascal listens to this podcast, she's calling up she's calling up the estate of Nora Ephron and it's like, listen. The estate I got a deal. I got an idea. I don't even know Amy Pascal's voice. To be fair, voice. like, remaking You've Got Mail, like, beat for beat would be so insane because of, like, everything about technology. But let's just say that is what they would do. <laughs> so that is it for today's That's show, it. I believe. Um, yeah, what a show. <laughs> what a show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for calling, as always. Keep the calls up. Keep the calls keep up. up. And someone's going to have to best that You've Got Mail call as well. Well, we're going to keep playing them. We still have a bunch to go, um, and they're going to last forever, apparently. So uh, yes. a lot of you got mail reboots uh, and reworks, reworkings, mm-hmm. reboots, reworkings. And if you want to, just for fun, um, I think it would be really fun if you send us pictures of yourself holding um, a, a, a piece of paper with Ty and Daly's name on it no, against the wall. Fuck, what? You can never end the show without against having a request window. from these people. I they... love a request. Our <laughs> listeners do it. Just, I just love the idea of like you're trapped outside something and you're like, how do I get in? I gotta get in. You write time daily on a piece of paper. You hold it up to a window and <laughs> and you just wait. And you're like, you I think this is gonna work. You just wait. You just wait. Yeah. Sometimes it works. It. You at least get a bottle of water out of it. Okay. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye, bye. You will drive it. Yeah. 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 They wanna know. Hey. Yeah.
to be famous. And she told us it was Tyne Dolly. No, whoever no, that woman no, is. No, you're so no, rude. Tyne Dolly. Today's episode of Who Weekly was brought to you by the new series Riverdale, premiering tonight at 9, 8 central on The CW. That was a HeadGum Podcast.